Hello, and welcome to History with Jackson. Today, we are jumping right back in to the Pope series, and we are looking at Pope Urban VI. We will again look at who he was, what he did, and if he was a good Pope or not. Now, before we get into the episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe if you do enjoy these videos. And without further ado, let's get into it. So who was Pope Urban VI? Urban was born Bartomeo Prignano in 1318 to a working class family in Naples. He had no family connections to the papacy um, and this was particularly important in the age of nepotism. Prignano was first consecrated as the Archbishop of Acrenza in 1364. He was later transferred to be Archbishop of Bari in 1377. Whilst in this position, Brignano would assume the management of the papal chancery. In this position, he was known for being an effective, efficient, astute bureaucrat. Gregory IX, Urban's predecessor, had wanted to move the church away from Avignon in France and away from French influence. Therefore, he moved the church back to Rome and he appointed more Italian cardinals to try and remove the French influence. Upon the death of Gregory IX, the Roman public pressured the Curia to elect a Roman or an Italian Pope. There were two different candidates, one pushed forward by the French cardinals and another pushed forward by the Italians. Bartomeo Prignano emerged as the compromise candidate between these two. And as a non-cardinal, he would come with none of the baggage of the Avignon papacy. So he was elected to be Pope, and he assumed the name Pope Urban VI. The Curia assumed that they were going to get the quiet, competent bureaucrat, Brignano. However, the power changed Urban overnight, as he became a ruthless tyrant that attacked the Curia and the Cardinals, both verbally and physically. Urban attempted to reform the Curia, and add more cardinals and change the rules by which cardinals live. The French cardinals pushed back against this and they all withdrew from the Vatican. The French cardinals withdrew to Queen Joanne of Naples' support. She was the former patron and now enemy of Urban. Under this support, they would establish a new papacy. Gregory of Geneva was elected as the anti-pope in this alternative papacy. Gregory took the name Clement VII and he was under the support and influence of Charles V of France. This began the Great Western Schism that affected the Catholic Church for nearly 40 years. So I'm just going to take a short definition break just to explain a couple of things within that because there is some terminology that we just encountered that I haven't looked at before. So I'm just going to tell you what the Great Western Schism was. So since 1217, the papacy had resided in Avignon under the influence of the French kings. Now Gregory IX wanted to make the church more Roman again and move the papacy back to Rome. However, due to much of the church's dislike for Urban VI, the church split. As we see, we have Urban VI as the Pope in Rome and we have Clement VII 
being the Avignon Pope, or the Anti-Pope. Now, their successors continued to maintain that they were the legitimate Pope throughout this period. Now, this split didn't only have two Popes, it had three. This third Pope was known as the Pisan Papacy, and that was established in 1409. It was established because the Avignon Pope and the true Pope refused to meet so their supporters, disillusioned with what was happening in the church, established another pope. At this council, the true pope Gregory XII and the Pisan pope John XXIII both resigned and they elected Martin V to be the uniting pope and he was seen as the true pope by both of these parties. Both popes and Martin V also excommunicated Benedict XIII, who was the Avignon Pope. And this supposedly healed the Great Western Schism. Now, I also mentioned the term anti-pope. So what is an anti-pope? An anti-pope was a figure of opposition within the church who claimed to be the, the Pope and the Bishop of Rome. They had to be making a serious attempt to be the true Pope. And they usually held considerable support within the church. Hence, this is why Clement VII is seen as an anti-pope. And this was a significant feature of Roman Catholicism from the 3rd century to the 15th. So just jumping back right into Urban VI's papacy. Now, Urban VI attempted to end this divide by conquest as he went to capture areas that didn't support him. One such area was Naples, where his forces managed to remove Queen Joanne of Naples from power, and they installed the Pope's nephew as king. Now, as Urban VI became more hellbent on extracting his revenge upon Charles V of France, six members of his curia, six cardinals, thought that they should depose or arrest Urban. Now, as soon as Urban got wind of this plot, he immediately had these six cardinals arrested. Now, one of these cardinals was English and was released upon the request of King Richard II. However, the other five cardinals were tortured at the command of Urban. Allegedly, Urban complained that their screams were not loud enough. And eventually, all five of them were executed. After the death of Charles V of France, Urban VI proclaimed a crusade against Clement VII and attempted to reclaim some of the areas that had been lost to Clement's forces. On a march through Narni, Urban fell from his donkey and sustained serious injuries. He was forced to return to Rome until October to recover from his injuries. And here, back in Rome, Urban would restore his authority over the Vatican. However, he later died due to the injuries from his fall in October 1389. Now, there is no disputing that Urban died from his injuries from his fall. However, of course, because it's the papacy, there were always rumours that he was poisoned. However, this has been seriously refuted. 
After the death of Urban, his successor, Boniface IX, continued the conflict against Clement VII. So was Urban VI a good pope? No, he most definitely wasn't. He was cruel and tyrannical, and his behaviour caused the Great Western Schism. It was his own fault that the church split, and his authority was severely wounded because of this. Urban also reduced the prestige of the papacy, and he split Europe politically, with half of Europe supporting the Avignon papacy and the other half supporting the Roman Catholic papacy. When Urban VI was warned of his behaviour and the effect that it was having, he often ignored it, and then later tortured or killed these opponents he warned him. He was unusually cruel, and we can see this when he tortured the five cardinals. It's also significant that huge numbers of Urban's supporters often felt that he wasn't the right figure to lead the church. So no, Urban VI was not a good pope. So I hope you enjoyed watching this episode and learning about Pope Urban VI. I definitely enjoyed learning and researching about him. So of course, I'm going to go back to the two texts that I've been recommending throughout this series that I use for my research. So firstly, it is The Popes by John Jules Norwich. Again, absolutely fantastic book. And the link to this book will be in the description. And yes, again, A History of Christianity by Diomede McCulloch. Fantastic book if you really want to look at the whole history of Christianity as opposed to just the popes. The link to those, both those books will be in the description below. And I look forward to teaching you guys again next week about our next pope. And if you do enjoy these videos, please like, share, subscribe. And if you want to keep up with us, please head to www.historyjackson.co.uk and you can follow our social medias in the links below. Thank you very much, and I'll see you guys next week.